If you're tired of bad news, if you need some positivity, if you want to support small businesses, then welcome to Happy Grateful Blessed with Kaysville's own mayor, Tammy Tran. Here, you'll get to see the best of humanity from within Utah's hidden gem, Kaysville City. Every month, you'll discover small businesses, hear unique and incredible stories, and understand the difference you make in this wonderful city. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to this podcast so that you'll never miss a chance to find a new business to support and learn what makes a city like this one work as well as it does. So join us as we explore Happy Grateful Blessed with Tammy Tran. I'm here today with our Rotary, Kaysville Rotary Club members, Nathan Francis, previous Rotary president, and Jordan Smith, also previous Rotary president. For many people who don't know, Kaysville City has a Rotary Club. And I would love for you guys to talk about Rotary. I joined the Rotary a couple of years ago. I'm feeling a little bit of guilt because I don't make it to very many (laughs) meetings lately. And there is true guilt because I miss you guys and you're fun to talk to and fun to be part of. And the Rotary does so many good things. So thanks for being here. Thank you. Yeah, we try to do a lot of good things. You do a lot of good things. Yes, thank you for having us. And stop making yourself feel bad about not being there. Thank you, Jordan. We know you're working your butt off as the mayor. Jordan, Doing a great job. Thank you. Well, do you guys want to talk about Rotary? I mean, when I first started Rotary, I thought, this is a great core group of people, and you guys are always consistent, and you're always there, but we need to increase membership and talk about it and tell people why they should join. So that's kind of what I was hoping we could start off with. You're asking us to reveal our inner secrets about (laughs) why we choose to volunteer our time to help people. Well, Jordan, okay, for example, you're a young guy. Yeah. You've got a young family, little kids. No, I'm an old man now. You're not an old man. I'm 40 years old. Are you 40? No, I'm 37. I was going to say, I didn't think you were 40. I'm already telling people I'm 40 so that it hurts less when I actually (laughs) turn 40. Oh, it doesn't hurt. It hurts at 50. (laughs) So tell tell me why you joined Rotary. You've been a part of this group for years and years. For me, um, my joke is I, I joined Rotary to save my dirty, filthy soul, right? That's my joke. And that's kind of, it's also true in a lot of ways because. Um, like the whole point of life, I think the most fulfilling things I've ever done have been in service to other people. I I agree. Yeah. And that's a really smart and mature revelation to have, (laughs) to have realized at such a young age. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm an old soul. I think you are. You're a mature soul for sure. Okay. How long have you been part of Kaysville Rotary? Five, five years. Five years. About five years. How about you, Nathan? How about you? How long have I been a member, or mm-hmm. why did I join? Well, both. My story's a lot longer than Jordan's because I didn't have a dirty soul. It turns out. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I uh, I actually started working in Kaysville, and I immediately ran over to uh, the city building and met with the people there. And I said, hey, I want to be part of this community. What can I join to be part of Kaysville? And they thought for a minute, I won't name who it was, but Mm. they're still around. They thought for a minute and they said, (laughs) well, the only thing we have is a Rotary Club. Really? And so I said, I guess I'll join the Rotary Club. Which is funny because I was already a member of a different Rotary Club uh, in Davis County. So I switched my membership 
Um, and I've been grateful ever since because it is full of wonderful people um, that feel like family from day one. And we do a lot of great things to try to help the community. And that's why I stick around. Even though I don't work in Kaysville anymore, um, I still try to attend know, every week and participate. So. Well, you're very active in, as a member. Uh, you used to be the manager for the Zions Bank on yep. Main Street. And you were there for a long, long time. And that's why so many people know you and and have gotten to know you. I was there for a long time. I, I think... I think Jordan's been a member more than five years because he was in a year before I joined. Oh. And I've probably been there five years. Time is definitely it, weird for me. Well, and it passes <laughs> so fast. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that the city recommended the Rotary Club. I think what a lot of people don't understand is what the Rotary Club actually does. So do you guys want to talk about that, the purpose of the Rotary? Sure, Jordan. No, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so the whole purpose of the Rotary Club is to try to make our community, our state, and our world a better place to live. Um, we're always looking for ways to help. We're looking for ways to make Kaysville better. We, as a district of Rotary, we look for ways to make Utah better. And as a worldwide organization, we look for ways to help people around the world that need help. Um, a lot of local Rotary clubs will team up with clubs in other countries and do projects to help them. Um, it, the Kaysville Rotary, we haven't done that in a while. Uh, we like to focus on Kaysville and spend our money here to help the people, um, especially the children. Um, we work a lot with schools and school-age kids to... Uh, to yeah, make life a little do. better. Tell us about the Thanksgiving baskets. I know you guys are involved in that project, as well as the 5K. So we, yeah, the 5K, 10K is our biggest fundraiser of the year, which is coming up in a couple of weeks, which just stressed me out because we got so much to do. <laughs> but um, the what it's Francis Peaks Apartment Buildings yes. that we provide Thanksgiving meals for all of the low-income families there for Thanksgiving. And we also do a sub for Santa in the same complex there too. So to play off what Nathan was saying, the Rotary Club's motto is service above self, right? So the whole point, Rotary was founded in 1905, 1906 in Chicago by prominent businessmen who realized what we were just talking about earlier, where the most fulfilling part of anyone's lives uh, is in service to other people. So they wanted to give back to the community because they'd been so successful. And uh, internationally, like, is that like, <laughs> just like you? Yes. Who, yeah, is a successful businesswoman. Oh, and oh, oh, uh, a nice successful point. businesswoman who gives back to the community by serving as mayor. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, okay. That was nice. I thought Nathan. I thought that's Nathan was giving me these hand gestures, like <laughs> that's just like Danny. Oh gosh, that's what I meant. Yeah. That's what he meant for sure. sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Did you want to talk more about the other projects we do? Or? Oh, absolutely. If if you guys want to, I I joined Rotary originally because it's. It's a business, it, I guess it started out really as a business support group, didn't it? For businesses to have the opportunity to yes. contribute and give back. And so I joined Rotary from that perspective. I also joined because it was Kaysville focused. And I thought it'd be a good opportunity to get to know what type of service projects happen in Kaysville. And I've been so impressed with the work you guys do. And the, the fourth, well, 
It's over the 4th of July, right? The 5K, 10K? It's on the 4th of July. It's on the 4th of July. Monday. That's a this long year it's on the 4th of July. tradition and a lot of work. As you're talking about being stressed, it's on you, isn't it? It's, it's on you guys to, to <laughs> yes. make sure that that happens. Yeah. And it's fun. I mean, it's fun. It's also stressful. We're always, like, all of the discussions we have about the race and trying to make it better for people and how's it going to be more... Um, I don't know, easy for people to register and when should we do packet pickup? Saturday, Friday, what's going to be easier for other people? Should we let people register on the day of, of, even though it means a lot more work for us? And, you know, those are all, all the decisions we're always trying to do what's in the best interest and easiest and best for the community members. So are, uh, are you still accepting entries for you are, right? Oh, yeah. We, oh, yes. We sure. will be up okay. until 7 a.m. 7 a.m. On Monday, <laughs> oh, really? July 4th. Which is when the race starts. Oh, right. okay. Oh. <laughs> 7.30. The race starts 7.30. Oh, we'll be taking him till 7.30. Till 7.30. <laughs> but we don't want to be. Right. right. So please because we'll register have now. 50 uh, people in line that want to do it, and we don't have the time. To, to get there. And then you get people mad at you. So that's why we'd prefer if they could register early. That's why we give discounts on the price if you... If they register. register early. How do they and register? And another discount at Bowman's if you register at Bowman's in oh, Kaysville. So they could register yep. at Bowman's now. Yep. Also online, right? On the also website. online at runnercard.com. Okay. And they can just search Kaysville. There's a list of races. Fourth yep. of July. I, I search. There's a lot of ways you can search, but okay. Kaysville will pull it up. Yeah. There's yeah. a list of races. You just find the Kaysville, just find the Kaysville 2022. Race. Yep. And then who who benefits from the funds? So this, right now, this is our only fundraiser. COVID kind of put the kibosh on any of the other fundraising ideas we'd had, mm-hmm. and we haven't really started them back up. So this is going to fund all of our projects. Oh, good. That's... For, the, for the year. We, um, do, we do a wonderful job of um, collecting enough money in this race to fund everything we typically do. The problem is, if we want to do extra, then we need extra. One of the extra projects we're looking to do right now is to build a bicycle park in downtown Kaysville. Really? We know that Kaysville has an initiative to ride mm-hmm. bikes. We do. Uh, downtown Kaysville businesses want more people. And so we thought if we could put in a bicycle park, it would promote both the bike riding initiative as well as bring people downtown to be able to shop local um, and fulfill two of Kaysville's missions. Uh, that would be But great. again, our typical funds aren't there for that. So that's a different project we're looking at doing. Isn't, isn't one of Kaysville's goals too, is to beautify main street. Yes, it is. It is. And the bicycle park would be right at the end of main street on the corner. Okay. Well, it's still main street after the turn, right? It's still main street. As it it turns going South. Yes. Oh, okay. Dr. Lane Kamalu's Mm -hmm. office is right, right in Mm -hmm. that. Yes. So there's a big triangle section. Right there. Yeah. American Family Insurance Office sits right. down low. Exactly it would be right is. above there. That would be great. What does a bicycle park do? Oh, a place to park your bicycle. Oh, okay. Okay. That's, okay, <laughs> that's, that's, it, yeah. okay. That's what I thought. Because we don't have those yeah, in Kaysville. We don't a, have bicycle. Uh, not a recreational bicycle park, but a place where you can come and park, park your, bikes. your bicycles and then walk around downtown. Walk. That, and, that, that would be great. And then maybe some savvy entrepreneur might put Bike rentals right there, mm, electric scooters, all do. kinds of stuff could go in there. We do have electric scooters, but we don't have bike rentals. That would be nice. Yeah. In fact, I was walking down Main Street the other day thinking about that, because if I was going to drive my bike, 
what do I do? Attach it to a tree? I mean, there's really exactly. not a lot or of places a sign. to store it. Mm-hmm. That's a great idea. Yeah. You guys, that would we, be exciting. We need more money. I know. We need to fundraise a little bit more for that. That's right. Which helps, uh, which brings us to memberships. Yeah. We have people come into the city just like Nathan did that say, hey, I want to serve on a commission or a committee or, or something. I want to get involved. And we need, I need to be better about telling them, hey, join the Rotary Club. This is a great opportunity for you to be involved to be visible, to get insights into what's going on, to be part of service. And also it helps with fundraising, membership dues. Yeah. So For that's sure. something that we really want to do is increase membership, right? Really, we yes, we want to increase membership always. and But to me, the biggest reason we want to increase membership is because we know there's people out there who have all kinds of ideas. It's true. And they know what the issues are in their community, right? So if they mm-hmm. come join the Rotary Club and then have ideas on how to improve those parts of our community, then not only are they going to be improving the community and helping other people lessen the suffering of other people, but they're also going to be fulfilling them their own, you know. That's true. They're, they're going to get so much out of That's becoming true. that person who changes the world kind of thing and that's that's the wonderful part about it it all circles back to yeah we're giving back to other people but it's so rewarding and so fulfilling on a personal level yes so that's my other joke about why i'm a rotarian is because i'm selfish for very selfish (laughs) reasons because i want to feel good you want to feel good and it's great yes Let's talk a little bit about your professional backgrounds, because the purpose of Rotary initially was, well, and it still is, to bring businesses together. I always like to talk about what you are doing as a business. Jordan, tell us about your professional life. I am a financial professional. Yes, you are. a financial advisor at Edward Jones. My office is actually in Centerville. So I joined Kaysville Rotary Club because when I first joined Edward Jones, I started as a stockbroker at Fidelity Investments and then moved to Edward Jones. And um, I first joined Kaysville because my, my branch office was scheduled to be in Kaysville. Oh, okay. But then an, a different opportunity came up in Centerville. And just like Nathan, I'd fallen in love with the people at, in the Kaysville Rotary. And I love the people in Centerville Rotary too. Um, but Kaysville Rotary is my home. So even though I don't live in Kaysville and my business is not in Kaysville, You're I will never be. Uh, very much part of Kaysville. Right. Exactly. That that's great. So you are a you're not independent. You're with the with the company Edward Jones. Edward yeah. Jones, and you represent. You put portfolios together in asset management. Yes, we help people with all things financial, everything from preparing for retirement, living in retirement, navigating a twenty two percent down market like it is right now. <laughs> yes, um, is that your fault? Yeah. No. <laughs> Not at all. Absolutely. So not. we shouldn't yeah. blame you. <laughs> we don't need to no, call you. Most, when it goes up, it's not your fault either. No, no. Oh, okay, and, just checking. And, yeah, we work with serious long-term individual investors. So most of my clients have, have been understand. through the yeah. They've been through the ups and the downs. They understand the downturns are normal. The upturns always follow, and they always last longer un- until the end of the world. That's my <laughs> that's my joke. So when people start getting really nervous about it. That's what I have to really, I, I literally say that to them. Do you think the end of the world is coming now? Mm-hmm. Because if you don't, then we're going to stick to the long-term strategy. 
because we're, yeah. we're fine. The only time you get in trouble in a bear market is if you sell it. And panic. And panic. Yes. Yeah, panic and sell it and lock in those losses. Or you need to sell it to live off of it, which means you didn't do a very good job of, you know, Planning shaving off yeah, yeah. your cash so that you, yep, yeah, exactly. And all my clients are have a great long-term strategy, so. That's good. That's good. Well, Let's thank hope you. the world doesn't come to an end. But if it does, they won't need their money anyway. Exactly. If it does, it all works <laughs> so out, right? either way, we're safe. That's yes. right. But, That's right. But as we look over time, I mean, we're watching the markets too, obviously, and paying attention to the news. And it sounds scary, but it levels out yeah. at some point. So, yeah. And then it increases and rises again. So The upturns always last longer. They do. Thank you, fine. Jordan. Everything well, will be fine. It'll well, be okay. One positive, though, Jordan, I just looked at my... Uh, investments yesterday, I've only lost 10% this year. Nice. Really? In 2008, I lost 55%. So it's not nearly as bad as it was last time. Yeah. Except you just jinxed it. Now I did gonna... just jinx it. It's probably just going to keep going down. <laughs> but Nathan... This is recorded on what? June 17th. June... In Ooh. In 2022. 2022. But if, if you, as long as you hold on to those things, they you recover yeah, that 50%. Yeah, loss. I didn't lose what, anything exactly. because I didn't sell. So and that's exactly what I think people need to remember. It's just don't panic. My point was it's not nearly as bad as 2008 when you were right. saying that it, it's mm. just cyclical. Right. Exactly. And it'll go back up and we'll sure. be fine. I remember doing mortgage loans for people at 14% years ago. And, and if they got 12%, they were excited. So that's how old I am. Yeah, how old are <laughs> yeah. you? Uh-huh. Eight, that was 80s. Yeah. yeah. And, and that might have been more <laughs> secondary market stuff too, but still average rates are around, you know, 10%. And so zero to two has been a really good ride and five isn't going to kill us. I mean, 5% still, yeah. still a decent, decent interest rate. But Nathan, tell us about your professional life. We mentioned Zions Bank. Yes, I, uh, I worked at Zions Bank. Um, for seven years, um, five of those here in Kaysville. And a year ago, I made a switch. And yes. um, my friends will say I went to the dark side because I moved to a credit union. How dare um, you? How dare I? But I love it. I uh, do commercial loans now. I was in management forever in banking uh, ever since I graduated college. Um, and now I'm in commercial lending. So I help businesses. Um, stay in business, purchase the real estate they want, get the equipment they need, the vehicles they need um, so that they can succeed and, and help people in the community as well. How is that industry doing right now? Is it, is it, is it okay? I mean, as far as are people still able to get financing and. Oh yeah. Yeah. Utah is a, is a wonderful market uh, for businesses and business owners. That's why there's so many Mm -hmm. Uh, entrepreneurs entrepreneurs here. Utah's usually ranked number one each year in the place to start a business in the country. I didn't know that. Um, Wow. Yeah. And, and very well, people constantly need things. um, And we are constantly uh, fulfilling those needs for them. Well, the great thing, I think also, I was talking to someone who is in uh, as a legislator and at the state, and I was asking, you know, is, is now still a good time to buy for businesses to invest in other businesses and to buy property. And he said, buy anything you can find. Because yes, it's still a really good market. We hear nationally how things are kind of imploding, but Utah is so well managed. And we were so far behind, I think, in terms of just catching up and leveling out that 
Well, and, and it will continue. you know, the question is, is there going to be a bubble? Is it going to burst again on the real estate market uh, like it did in 2008 and 2009? Um, and according to um, Utah economics and the projections in Utah, that's not going to happen. Uh, the market will continue to increase. And so is it time to buy? It probably is because a year from now, it's probably going to be a little higher. Um, you know, it, it could back down a little in its growth, mm-hmm. which seems logical, it does, uh, but... but to burst and come back down is not being projected here in Utah. Yeah. The demand is it's still high. Apparently corporations are buying up a lot of the houses too. Well, so. they are. And as far as housing, like you were mentioning, the right. demand is still so high. I realize that some people now can't afford what they were hoping to afford because of the interest rates, because right. the, the difference it makes in their payments, but the demand isn't going away. Yeah. And I don't feel, I don't feel bad uh, for the commercial rates going up. I feel bad for the home prices mm-hmm. for the young families. Um, you know, I have a daughter who's in that age group who would love to buy a house, but I, I don't, there's no way she can afford it here in Utah. So that's actually what, where my mind went when you said Utah is so well managed. Mm-hmm. I wonder, because I had friends who put an offer in on a house just four or five weeks ago that was $76,000 over asking, and they still lost the bid just a to a corporation, ago. right? Ooh. So um, I do, I agree with you that Utah seems to be much well better off than a lot of the other states right now in today's economy. And I wonder, who do you attribute that kind of well well management too at our at our you know state level government and why does it seem like i've heard places like texas have laws against corporations owning so many single family residents to try and protect homeowners or you know young families looking to buy homes why is there not seem to be any kind of management at that level that's really good question. Two hard questions. Well, it's really good question. in the morning for that kind of crap. <laughs> <laughs> it is a little early in the morning. I, I, I don't know. Actually, I don't know. Yeah. I would like to learn more about that, though, because I think for Utah, well, a couple things. First of all, we don't want big government. We don't want the government telling us what we can and can't do here. Right. You know, we like our independence and our autonomy. And because of that, we have lawmakers that are part-time legislators, which I think is brilliant because then they go home and they live with the laws that they make. And a lot of our legislators are property owners, developers. We do have a lot of people that have professional backgrounds in development. And I think that influences some of the decisions as well in terms of saying that I don't, I don't think it's necessarily appropriate to make a law that says a corporation can't buy properties. But I don't a limiting know. number of properties? You know, I don't know. I really am a less government person. Yeah. Less is better. I think that we should be able to govern ourselves. That being said, I, it is I really totally difficult. Agree with that, yeah. It is difficult to compete with big corporations who are buying up subdivisions, right. you know, and making them all into rentals. And putting and them into... Yeah, That's really frustrating. Investment trusts, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's hard because a lot of people come in and say, you know, especially when there's a zoning change that happens in a city, they'll come in and say, you know, these people, this company is not going to live in this house. It's going to be, it's going to be rented. Sometimes mm-hmm. they're not taken care of as well. And so people get really upset about that. So I, I understand that question and maybe the motivation in other states. I hope it doesn't happen here though. I hope that we still remain very independent in the decisions that we make in terms of housing. I don't think that the demand will 
decrease anytime soon because we we have families and our families want to stay here. And then we have, you know, parents who are aging who don't want a big yard or their kids don't want them to have big yards because the kids don't <laughs> have time to mow the lawn, take care of the house. So they want their parents to have options. And so I think as long as the zoning and the decision making for towns and cities stays at the local level, um, that's best decided locally. And right. It's like city zoning mm-hmm. kind of thing. Is that where you could implement a, a limit on how many, how many houses one corporation owns? Or we have had so there are certain HOA laws. A lot of a lot of communities in Kaysville are governed by by HOAs, and some of those requirements say no, you can't you can't rent your house, you can't rent your property. But the state legislator just passed a law that said that is not the case anymore. You can you can rent your properties. Um, as long as a single, as, as long as a property owner also lives there, so you can rent them as an internal accessory dwelling. Gotcha. As, as far like as a basement, apartment. yeah, a basement apartment. Mm. It it happens a lot anyway. But then the state said no, that's going to be allowed. So even if you have an HOA and the HOA says no rentals are allowed, as long as the homeowner is still living there, you can do it. Gotcha. So I don't, I don't know. I don't see Kaysville really ever creating an ordinance like that that says corporations can't rent. It's definitely a consideration. I, I guess people will yeah. probably want to talk about it at some point. But there's yeah. ways around but, it. But there are. Let's create different corporations for every house you own. Right. Well, that's, well, yeah, that's Parent true. companies. That, that's true. People will always try to Shell corporations, yeah, yeah. I, I hope that Kaysville doesn't get to the point where we have to have those discussions where we are kind of overburdened by corporate rentals, I guess. Yeah. We don't have we don't have the space geographically in Kaysville or undeveloped land areas to sure. to change the percentage of single family ownership versus rentals really. Yeah. Because we're built out yeah. for the most part. But Well, I love your answer because you know, we never know I'm definitely less government as well. And you never know what the ramifications are of the laws that you put in place True. when you think you're helping you could be hurting so True. and i'm so ignorant of it all that's why i'm asking no it's a really good question and yeah. very fair it's just something i need to think about a lot more gotcha. and learn a lot more about but that uh, just to kind of circle people back who are listening this is why you should join caseville rotary that's right because we have great <laughs> conversations like this caseville rotary is made up of business owners um people who work in professional situations, professional companies. And when you're sitting there together, you can get some good feedback. You know, it can help your own business grow and have opportunities to grow. And unlike Jordan and myself, pretty much every other member lives and works in Kaysville. (laughs) (laughs) We're probably the two exceptions um, to that rule. So you just border cities and mostly Davis County. I think everyone lives in Davis County right now that's in Rotary. Oh, yeah. Don't they? Yeah, in our group. Yeah, but it's just it's just a fantastic group. It's a great group of people who are professionals and really smart, and and can bounce ideas off of each other, and we can learn from each other as yeah. well as serve together. Yes, which which is a wonderful the best part part. And this, yeah. like for me, as you said earlier, you're a young guy, and <laughs> you, <laughs> you are. Don't know, you don't know how true that is because in my mind, I'm still a little kid, right? So. Years ago, before I started becoming a member of my community, you know, if I look at the 27-year-old Jordan Smith, everything was magical, right? The roads were paved and the, you know, like I had no idea who was doing all of these things, right? 
and now I get to know my mayor, right? I, I get to know the, the people in the community, the parks and rec people. The, That's true. Right? The city planner, manager. Mm-hmm. And before, all I you forget. knew was the police, right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> they were at your door every night. <laughs> yeah. Pulling yeah. you over. Not in case, though. Yeah. <laughs> right. I only do the bad things in other outside. You, uh, you know outside of case. Not where you live. Right, not where you live. So now I understand that there's a lot of hard work. There's a lot of dedication that goes into running a city and having a community that's as wonderful as Kaysville is, right? And when you look at those old photos of Main Street in the City Hall building, and you think Mm -hmm. how many people had to sacrifice their entire lives so that places like Kaysville could still exist today. It's true. Yeah. It's true. And have the vision to to th- forward think and say, what could it become? Yeah. Manifesting the future right. of Kaysville. And here we are. And here we are. The spoils of war. It's true. Yeah. And life's good. And it is good. Tammy, can I throw in one more plug? Sure. Um, so in addition to having a Rotary Club in Kaysville, we also sponsor a club at Davis High called the Interact Club. Oh, yes. Which is a Rotary Club for high school students. Um, and, and we start trying to instill in them the idea of service above self and to get them involved in the community and in serving and in helping, hoping that that becomes uh, a lifelong goal of theirs to, to always help the community where they live. Yeah. So I just want to put that plug in too, that we do, uh, work with the high school kids, uh, and have that club. So if people are listening, have kids and you want to get them involved in something additional to just school and something that that will make them better people that's a great uh, great club for them to join yeah and those kids uh like covid kind of put a damper on our interaction and with in interact but um those kids like they got life figured out already and when i look at myself as a 16 17 18 year old kid like i wish i would have known i could participate in that way in things like that really affect the community because again life's so good mm-hmm. and if we're grateful for that and we actually want to show appreciation for that rotary club and interact is it for kids is is the way you give back the way that you show that appreciation i i'm really happy that you mentioned that that's true yeah. it's true great opportunities and really this generation of kids is so impressive to me because they are civically active they're they're responsible they're wanting to get involved. They're wanting to make a difference and understand how everything works together. Like you said, how cities work and yeah. how um, laws work and how businesses work. And so it is a great opportunity and way. Thank you both for being here. It's been fun talking to you. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thank